how do you define life? By standing out from the crowd, living life on your own terms, being unapologetically you. Say it all with Defy Life gear, stylish apparel and accessories for men, women, and kids. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, bags, outerwear, and more. Visit DefyLifeGear.com for all of your Defy Life gear. And remember, your lifestyle should always be defiant. DefyLifeGear.com The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. show with coach kurtz i'm your man coach english and i'm in the building with coach staley our guy coach kurtz is out today but we have a very 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 special guest and that is mother of jordan smallwood shannon b mason but before we get to her josh what's happening oh man all is well god is good I've been really thinking about how appreciative I am of my wife because, you know, I have three sons and my two older sons are really ripping and running with sports and we've been splitting, going both ways. I've been coaching um, Talon, which is my fifth grade son travel ball team. And Jason's in the second grade now. Now he's playing travel basketball. Both of them are playing baseball. So we've been ripping and running and she's been the one carrying the baby around, little Leo, it's about to turn. 11 months in a couple of days so um just shout out to her for for for, for hitting that grind with me but other than that man I have no complaints god has been good um we're finding the school year now i cannot wait to get spring break i am feeling for spring break but i'm probably going to do absolutely nothing but uh other than that everything is good coach you how, how's your week man it's going good going good speaking of uh little leo man got these clothes here i'm bringing this weekend Friday night, I'm gonna bring these clothes for Leo that Lynn has been killing me to bring down there. So, and I know I haven't really gotten over there, but we got some clothes to bring for little Leo. So, how um, long has she been telling you to bring it? Man, Josh, don't, Josh, can we not do that? Like, once again, company. We have company again. My kids call you uncle and you can't even spend 20 minutes to bring the child some clothes. Josh, I'm gonna bring, I'm bringing them this weekend. It's coming this weekend. 
Okay, uh, but like we said, <laughs> we got company with us today. That's Miss uh, Shannon B. Mason once again. Uh, she is the mother of Jordan Smallwood, who you just heard on the previous podcast. So, Miss uh, Miss, she she asked that we call her Shannon. So, Shannon, uh, how are you doing? And and you know. I'm good. I was cracking up laughing. You you didn't deliver the clothes. Yo, don't, what? Shannon. You can't. Thank hold you, on. No, no, we wait, can't. Wait, wait, wait you. now. You're the uncle. You got to be on it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody <laughs> finally sees where I'm coming from. Can we? Can we? Can we not do this? He always plays the victim, and this boy, this grown man, won't even bring up. If the baby ain't number but eleven months, you won't bring his outfit. It's more than it's more than one. Wait, Josh, it's more than just big uncle. Where big uncle at? Oh, Thank see, you, see, Thank you, everybody sides with you, Josh. I'm starting to feel a certain type of way about that. Like, yeah, man, the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. It is. It is not the truth. I'm gonna find. We will have a guest on the show that will agree with me. I promise you. Before we are done. All right, man. It will happen. But Shannon, let's, let's tell, us, tell us a little bit about yourself, Shannon. Give us a little background so the listeners can know. Well, um, I am the mother um, of five, pre- previously married, um, and now married again, and together we have 12. Whew. So that, you know, you know what? It's funny because you say who, but actually it's been really good. You know, everybody's older. Okay. But um, it's just, I guess because of what, me and my husband have been through in our previous marriage um mm-hmm. the love that we share now it's just it's just poured into the kids so it's actually been pretty good you know you hear people you hear all the horror stories about blended families but i think we just you know what we just sat down we talked and we just prayed and we just was real with the kids you know what i'm saying there was no sugar coating and they actually get along really good and so i'm i'm truly blessed for it so, um, other than that, besides that, I'm an author, a mother, an entrepreneur, a taxi driver, a cook, a sh- you know, I wear all the hats <laughs> up in this piece, you know what I'm saying? A coach. Hey, I could be a coach. Don't get it twisted now. You know, I could be coach when I need to be, um, I sometimes act like I'm an attorney, you know, practice a little law or something, you know, but I just, I'm, I'm just Shannon, you know what I'm saying? I'm just. I'm where I need to be when I need to be or who I need to be when I need to be. So that's kind of in a nutshell um, of who I am. Okay. No doubt. You're taking the humble approach, but like as husbands, we know how important it is to have that strong support system. You know, men, we think we like to think we know it all, but women, y'all wants to keep us in order because y'all actually do know. So we, we, we value, we value that on the air on an everyday basis, but Coach E, man, let's, let's get this thing cranked up, man. What 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 you got? What's one of the first things you got for Shannon? All right. Um, Shannon, uh, uh, you have uh, five children of your own, and then, you know, like you just said, mm-hmm. you married, and uh, uh, and he had uh, seven of his, and uh, you come together, and you have 12, and, and, and you guys are really involved. Um, and it seems – and it, all of those kids are on, well on their way to successful lives. Um how hard is it, or how difficult is it, or what kind of pitfalls did you come across raising uh, student athletes? Um, the challenge that I came across, especially starting with Jordan, is just the peer pressure. You know, as an athlete, you watch them go through in high school. You know, it's funny because I always told Jordan, you hang out with the nerds. 
And he looked at me one day. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not playing. You hang out. Don't hang out with the popular athletes. I need you to hang out with the nerds. You'll Ooh. see later why. And so he did what, and so actually it's funny. They're the best of friends to this day. And, um, one of them actually went off to be a pastor and, um, he prays and covers Jordan. The other one has his back, but it kept him out. Uh, it kept him humble and it kept him out of a lot of peer pressure of, of being, of hanging with the so-called, um, 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 what do you call them? Um, Right. Yeah. Not not the local kids, the popular, that's the word, the popular athletes. And because they seem to stay in a lot of trouble. They, I love, you know, you you have a love for them, but you started to see they weren't that grounded. And so in order to keep him grounded, I had, I told him, I said, you, you hang out with the ones that don't play sports. That's not that popular. There's a reason. So um, as a mom watching the peer pressure of trying to fit in, but then not trying to fit in. Um, you you kind of, you, you've got to find the balance. And so having those heart-to-heart talks, even about with Jordan, um, about the females, you know, it, it, I had to have the real, I was one of those moms, I had the real heart-to-heart. I didn't sugarcoat. And I wasn't that one that, you know, always blamed the girl, you just want my son because he, no, I had to be 100. You know, it's like, yes, you do have girls out there, but at the same time, I understand your hormones too. So you got to use wisdom at what you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't look at the popular girl, you know, don't be going to get it twisted. Don't, don't fall asleep on the nerdy girl. Cause you never, you ever seen that nerdy girl, but then like 10 years later, you're like, Oh my gosh, she's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like, it's, it's those kind of conversations that we really had heart to heart and would laugh about. So it was just, watching him adjust as an athlete. Great, great. And I know it's it's funny because something on the show we talk about often, um, when Coach Kurtz is on, this is one of his quotes, is that you're the sum of the three people you hang around the most. So mm-hmm. you you teaching him to hang around people with common goals, common aspirations, want to stay out of trouble. And, and, and after talking to Jordan, we see how he has been reared in that way. So he's been taught that way, and it's still coming out of him right now, even as a grown man, you know, because a lot of times folks get grown, and they're like, hey, I could do it my way. But no, those things, those life skills have been embedded in him. And yeah, like the prodigal son, he might have got off track for a few steps, but he always found his way. So right. that that's that's definitely that's definitely a blessing and something a lot of parents I think should should take should take heed to when dealing with um bringing up kids, especially the student athletes, because student athletes are exposed to so much more than just than just the regular yeah. student. Than just oh the yeah, they student. are. Oh yeah, they Coaching. are. There's those locker room conversations that you know <laughs> you don't see. You see them run out on the field. Right. But there's, there's there's a locker room conversations and you know videos that that you don't get to see that the other kids are introducing to them, so they're caught in that peer pressure. And that's that that's I call it the athlete lingo. You know what I'm saying? That's that athlete lingo in that locker room that they they doing things. Listen, one day I said to Jordan, I said, Jordan, let me ask you a question. He was in high school. I said, you be out on that field cussing. His eyes went one way and the other way. <laughs> And go, Mama, it's hard because they be, you know, but I, and I had to go, okay, it's that peer pressure. You know what I'm saying? So right. I had to say, okay, listen, 
that's not good character. Try not to do what everybody else do. I know they make you mad on the field. I know they be talking trash to you. You don't have to talk it. Just handle your business. Just that's it. Right. Let them talk. But then you handle business when they when they you know release that ball. You show them. So it's, it's those kind of conversations again that that we have. So yeah, it's understandable. But it sounds like you 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 understand that it's an ongoing process. A lot of parents struggle because, you know, they they don't put the time in. It's something that's ongoing. It's not one or two conversations. It's just a revolving like duty and task. It never stops. So you have to stay on your kids. You have to at all times. Yeah, you do. All time. You do. You don't. You can't even, you know, with with my um, daughter who plays um, basketball, she was um, seventh grade and made the varsity team in seventh grade for high school. And so they watched her. And as soon as she hit ninth grade, boom, she was on varsity. So I saw the popular, I saw, you know, your your ninth grade with a bunch of seniors, advanced players. Now you're trying to find your way to fit in. You know, and and so I, I here here I go again. I'm watching it now from a daughter's aspect, and it's it's a different because females are catty. You know what I'm saying? So it, right. it's a whole. You know, guys are you know they throw their chest around, talk their trash, and they go about their business. Where females keep stuff going. So I had to show, her, and I had to teach her from another level what to look for and how to handle and how to stay out of trouble. So it is an ongoing. It doesn't stop in high school. <sighs> It goes to, you know, collegiate and then it goes to now professional. So it's a conversation you, you almost are having to talk every other week, you know, right, and right. because there's always something new developing. Right, right. And, yeah. Well, here's my question for you. As a, as, as a lot of parents out there that, that, that are parents and student athletes, what advice would you give them as their role? What is the place of a parent? And what role should they play, you know, when, when having a student athlete? It could be like with the coach or any of those things. Like, what do you think is the place of that parent when dealing with a student athlete? Well, first, I think it is really sitting down and asking the question, is this my vision or is it yours? That's where it starts. Because if it is your vision because you was the shoulda, coulda, woulda, and didn't play, and you're actually putting it on your child, then you're going to have problems. But if it's truly their vision and their passion, then you got to ask, how do I support you? You know, um, it's it's kind of like with Jordan. It, it was the it was a conversation. Do you really want to play? Because you know his dad at the time basketball, and he could have played, could have went to the NBA, but he didn't. In college, got in trouble. So I had to be the one that jump in the middle between them two and go, okay, listen, I know you wish you could have went, but don't put your weight on him. You know, I played all sports in high school and could have went on track, but just a lot of health situations. So I'm like, I have to make sure I don't put what I could have done on him as well. So I think when, as a parent, when you start there and go, okay, is this my vision or my, or my daughter or my son's vision? And then when you get that clarity, then it's how can I help them? And it's by paying attention to them, paying attention to their mood swings, paying attention to um, what goes on, you know, in the classroom, off the classroom, on the court, or on the field, off the field, and teaching them how to have respect, period. 
because that carries you all the way across the bar board in life. And so it's, it's those things we would sit down and talk about. It's like, listen, he would come home and I know when he had a good day at practice and I know when the coach made him mad. And my thing was, listen, no matter what, you keep yourself together because that's still, you're going to have to obey somebody. It, you got, it, it, that's just law. I don't care if you got a job, you got to listen to your boss. I don't care if you're, you know, go to school, you got to listen to your teacher. So you're going to have to respect, period. So if your coach make you mad, breathe while, you know, just get yourself together when, you know, time is over, get somewhere by yourself, move saw, let it go, and then come back. Because all it takes is you to be disrespectful one time and that messes you up and you're labeled. So those are the steps that I would say as a parent is just really sitting down with them and having a heart to heart. You know, don't make it about you. And, and don't put that weight, especially if you're a parent or a parent that um, are dealing in a poverty situation because you have a lot of those. Don't put the weight on them to get you out of your mess. That's not fair to them. You know what I'm saying? Don't. It's bad enough that the world looks at them as a dollar sign. Don't you look at them as a dollar sign. Just push them to be better than what you was and cheer them on and then let them go, but don't put your weight on them to get you out of your mess. Figure out how to get out of your mess yourself. <laughs> now you're stepping on toes. See, that's, that's, that's I know. It. Don't come on. You got, I, you, you're stepping on all them toes now. <laughs> I, you know, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I call it the backpack, right? So it's like, imagine putting a backpack on a kid, right? So you got five bricks. And so one brick is social media. One brick is school, one brick is, is sports, one brick is family, and the other brick is, is just them, just trying to find who they are. So here they are trying to, to um, carry this backpack on their back and trying to figure out who they are. You know what I'm saying? So now they're trying to please everybody. They're trying to please everybody and this on this and with these, you know, each brick, right? So it's like, take the brick out. And be like, listen, I always told Jordan, I'm going to make it before you. He looked at me one day. He said, what? I said, let's race. I'll make it before you do. So I make it a competition. If Take what you've been through, whether you put it in a book or write a journal or blog or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like take your mess off your child. Mm. That's powerful. And let them go be who God created them to be, not you, because you didn't create them. God did. And that was my thing. You be who God told you to be. If you came to me and said, Mom, I'm going to be an astronaut, I might twitch a couple times. <laughs> I might flinch. You know what I'm saying? I might be like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to say, okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because yeah. the thought of you being in the, you know, in space, and, but I'm going to say, go. Because if you tell me that's what God said, then, you know, that's what it is. Okay. That, 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 that's so powerful because, man, like a lot of parents try to live vicariously through their kids. And yeah. that becomes so unhealthy. It becomes unhealthy. Oh, it does. So, so that's powerful. Well, Coach E, what's, what, what you got next, Papa? Well, I, um, this question kind of sparked from an earlier statement you made. Um, you said your daughter is, is, is uh, on her way. Um, basketball wise and you have Jordan uh, with football um, 
it's two different sports, but not only that, it's two different genders. Like, what is was it like? How different is it, and how much is it the same to raise uh, two successful athletes that are one girl and one boy? Well, it's um, it's different because she's you know she's a little feisty, <laughs> so there's, there's there's those times I have to go. Okay, Lord, you gotta help because see, you know, the mama and the coach is trying to come out at the same time. So I don't know which one she's gonna get today, <laughs> but um, but at the same time, it's still the same principle: your character, respect, and why you're doing what you do. Find out why you do what you do. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, for instance, it was, it was, uh, just last summer and, um, she was getting ready to go to the ninth grade and she, I let her go out of town with a friend and they went to El Paso. And so she calls me and she, plus she was playing AAU basketball. So she calls me one day and she says, mom, she was supposed to be back at us on that, that Friday. Um, I think I need a little more time. I'm tired and I just need to get away. And I paused. And I said, oh, really? Now, she had a game coming up that weekend with her AAU team. And so, and then she was getting ready to get, um, go into to, uh, high school. So I said, really? I said, but how about this? I said, you're going to pick up the phone. Matter of fact, I'm going to call your coach on the AAU team three-way. You're going to tell him what you told me, right? And then you're not going to play varsity. You're going to play freshman. I'm dropping you down myself because how dare you, right? you got a game this weekend. Tell me what you need a break. I said, do you know how many times I've, I needed a break, but I get up every weekend. I make sure you're at the games. I said, me and dad, make sure we're spending $800. This is 800 for her to play and making sure you have money to play. And I said, and then here's the varsity coach looking up to you, and but you, and you're supposed to be getting ready for the season, but you need a break. Okay, you can take your break. You go ahead and stay there. You have a good old time. But when you come back, you're going to play as a freshman, and then you're going to get benched on the AAU team. So she, oh. I made her call her coach and tell him. And he stopped there. He goes, I'm pretty disappointed in you. And so then she started crying. Listen, I bet that Joker was back on that Friday. <laughs> Joker was pulling up. <laughs> but you know what you did, see, what you did is so powerful because you didn't you didn't you didn't coddle your daughter, you didn't you didn't like baby or pamper her, you made her put her big girl pants on. That's right. And it, That's and it right. was just like, yo, you want this, I'm tired every day getting up support, y'all. Do I can That's just right. take a break? Because if I take a break, then y'all will be like, oh, you're just a bad parent. But most parents don't hold their kids to any expectation. And then when they do get into these competitive sports and something don't go their way, the only thing they know how to do is run back to the parent. But your daughter, from that one lesson, she learned how to fight. She yep. learned how to fight. And it was so fun. Learned- the coach, I'm sorry, I was going to say, the coach said to me, he said, you know, he said, I appreciate, he said, because you thought, on both sides as a mother and a coach. And I said, yeah, because it's not fair to you guys. You guys get up, you, 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 you know, you leave your families to come coach these girls and, and different things like that. And she needs a break. I said, if you do that now, what would you do by the time you get to high school, um, you know, well into high school and collegiate, what you're going to do? Call your coach. Hey coach, I'm not coming to class today. I need a break. Really? Right. So I had to teach right. her now 
you can't make those kind of decisions. You, you, you were selfish. You thought about yourself. And then there was one last incident. So I was at the game and I always sit really high at the top and watch because I watched the whole court. So she wasn't having a good game and, and she had made freshmen and she, I mean, um, she was, um, this was in high school this year. She didn't have a good game. So she plops down all the way at the end of the row, right? So all the team is sitting together. And she's like three seats away and she just plops down and she hugs. And, and so one of the girls was like, come on down here with us. And she wouldn't move. And, and so when one girl came off, you know how you stand up and you high five and she wouldn't mm-hmm. get up. I said, okay. <laughs> I was sitting up there. I said, huh, I got you. <laughs> Soon as we got up, I said, let me tell you something. Don't you ever plop down. I said, do you know everybody watched you? I said, if a college was here, I said, you already messed up. I said, everybody watched your attitude. Okay, so you were having a bad game. And that doesn't mean everybody else has to be penalized because you was having a bad game. I said, if I ever see that again, I'm going to bench you myself. And I will go to the coach and tell her I'm going to bench you. See, I bet you she never did it again. I said, that's not fair to the coach. I said, that's disrespectful. Josh, how many times yeah. have you gone through that one there? Like, man, I don't as a coach. Blame the coach for the kid playing bad. Boy, what it's you say? It's your fault that the child playing bad. It's a, and I'm like, no, no, hold that kid to an expectation. That's yeah. right. But that's right. You can't you you can't jump on the coaches. I've never been one of those that go jump on the coaches. If you bench my child, there is a reason. Jordan's only been mm. one time because of his grade. I tell you what, that joker never have been been bitched again ever in his life. <laughs> and and Jaden is her, her name. Jaden. She was benched, and because um, she wasn't getting, she wasn't. Again, you're you're talking about a a girl who came from seventh, eighth, and now she's playing varsity. She wasn't gelling quite because it was it was a different level, and I noticed that. So the coach benched her, and uh, I called her one day and I said. Thank you. And she said, well, I said, for benching her. And she said, what? And I said, bench her. Will she want to get off the off that um, bench? It's going to be up to her. It's not up to you. It's up to her to get off that bench. Does she want to play? That's exactly why. She better know how to play. She's got to figure uh. out what to do to get off that bench. It's not up to you to get her off that bench. I'm not going to yell at you. Why aren't you? Been- My daughter is this. Man, please. She on the bench because she put herself on the bench, not because the coach, because she didn't live up to the expectation or that what the coach saw in seventh and eighth grade. By the time she got to ninth, she played kind of because I was it was puzzling to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, why are you playing like this? What's wrong? That's the question. What's wrong? Is the peer pressure too much to you? If it is, I'll drop you back down to freshman. She's like, no, mom, I got it. I said, okay, you need to figure out what the problem is. But until then, if you sit that bench, it's your fault. It's not the coach's fault. It's not mine. It's yours. When you're ready to get off that bench, you'll do something about it. You'll put that I'm on the phone. I'm over here raising the roof while you're talking. Yo, yo. You'll I'm sorry. put that on the phone. <laughs> Hey, you'll do you'll do the extra mile to get off that bench. Hey Josh, I promise you, I was just saying I was trying to figure out who I could call to clone Shannon and um, <laughs> right. and make about right. fifteen of her 
for my team right. for next year. I just need about well, actually thirteen. I got about a couple parents that, that's straight, but you know, I was like, okay, we got to clone Shannon somehow because this here. I'm over here just pumping and everything. Oh, Yo, you know but the catch is that's. I'm telling you, that's the catch. And it's like one of those riddles to life. You know, as humans, we think life complex. I believe the good Lord makes the things very simple. For you. But as humans, we make things complex. But Shannon kept it simple. You're not getting it done. Not the coach. It's not the coach's fault. You're not getting it done. Right. So you look in that thing called a mirror, and guess what? You get better. But I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I know we got to be going. Nah, but I'm saying, but, but. But Josh, to go back to it a little bit, you know, self what Shannon, Shannon, what you're doing there is you're teaching, you've taught her, of course, this is something that's happened already, but you taught her self-reflection, which is hard for adults to do. Adults, adults have not mastered self-reflection and going, hey, look, I'm messing up and I need to figure out how I need to fix it so that, okay, if my lights get cut off, that's on me. That's right. If my rent don't get paid, that's on me. That's right. So how do, what am I not doing? Because I'm making the money, but maybe I'm spending too much at the liquor store. Maybe I don't need to go to the club. Maybe I don't need to do this because the essentials are not getting done. But what happens is people that are not raised in a way in which they can embrace self-reflection and, and to be able to make the change, they end up growing up to be adults that, that don't make change and are consistently in issues financially, personally, uh, with relationships right. at work. And the lessons I, I say, I, I, I tell my players, you know, you want to tell how someone lives their life, watch them play a sport because it tells right. a lot about them as a person. Oh my goodness. Watch, right. watch them, it does. watch them play because either right. they practice hard, they work hard, they this, they reflect, they watch film, they figure out, okay, like your daughter, she was on the bench, not you, not the coach. That's right. And you had, to right. Talk, you had to say, hey, look, hey, you want off that bench, you got to figure that out. <laughs> you it's sure do. It's all about how you raise your kids because ultimately that's how they're going to compete also. Yeah. That's, that's, Don't that's come home with an attitude because you're on the bench. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You know, and my and and so Jordan has a brother. He's in college, and his story is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he plays football, but he had uh, ACL tear in high school, and so that's another level I had to go through because I had to watch his his. So he didn't get to play as much in high school, and so he didn't. He's now he's better than Jordan. He's the Ooh. gift. Now let me tell you. Now watch. Wow. This. He's he was my very talented. Joker could read a hole because he was a, he was a uh, running back. Unreal. Quick if I don't know what, right? So Jordan was the kid that studied, he watched the film. Julian was that kid who he just had it naturally. And so when he was in Little League, and I would tell his dad at the time, Julian didn't put in the work. But Julian was so good, the coaches took 50%, and I would get mad. Because I'm like, that's not fair because you're messing him up. Because he needs to work just as hard as the rest of those kids. Just because he's better and he's quicker and he's faster and, I mean, he's very talented, doesn't give him the right to have do anything. But, but it was an issue. So I said, okay, I'm going to leave y'all alone. And sure enough, his work ethics caught up to him. He gets injured. And that same work ethics, he didn't want to put into really getting 
better, but he was the top. I'm going to play football. I'm going to play football. And, but yet your, your mouth and your work wasn't meeting. Wow. And I would tell him, Julian, you're here because you choose to be here. No one puts you here but you. So what are you going to do about it? So it was after the second injury that it was like, okay, okay, mom. I'm like, do you have, do, you, do I have your undivided attention? It's, and so it's like, no matter what you do, Julian, I don't care if you go work a nine to five. I don't care whatever it is. You're going to work at something. So if this is what you want to do, then you're going to have to work at it. So he's just now, he'll actually be going back um, in June to play. Um, but he changed his position to corner. But, um, and he's, he's doing better putting in the work, but he realized the, the gift and the talent, he became lazy. And because the coaches took half, they'd rather take his 50%. And I mean, his 50% was always winning the game in the Little League, right? And I said, just think if you was given a hundred. Oh, my gosh. But because the coaches settled for the 50, right? His dad was settling for the 50. I wasn't, so I was like the outcast. So I had to step back and say, okay, all right. Now he sits down and go, I wish I'd have gave a hundred. You think? <laughs> you know, yep. so he's he's yep. now realizing, wow, it it's man, you know, yeah. I, I didn't get to play high school. Here I'm fighting. He thought he was gonna go to a D one, here he's fighting just to get through a JUCO. So he's being humbled at a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. But he's being made stronger. Like I mean, yeah. you gotta go through I believe you have to go through some hurdles sometimes to to be able to get to that sprint, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, we're gonna move on, man. Listen, I could talk to you all day, Josh. I don't know about you, but we can. We might need to make her a permanent person on the show. <laughs> Staley in English with Coach Kirks and I Shannon. Know, I don't know, you know. I don't know if we can afford her. <laughs> I don't think no, we can afford her either. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, we're going to move on a little bit um, You wrote a book um, Called The Process um, Now I haven't had a chance to read it um, But I, I'm okay. definitely going to do so But I do want to know And I, I'm sure our listeners want to know uh, How did you come How did that come about And what was that process like No pun intended But what was that process like Well um, After going through my divorce um, I had to sit down And, and take a look in the mirror and so what happens is we all go through life and we wear we have on someone else's mask whether it's the mask of social media um the mask of ministry as a husband a wife whatever we that we don't even know who we are anymore and so i had to sit down and go wow look at all these different masks i don't even know me like who am i and so it's 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 the process transitioning back to the original you. So I needed to get back to the original me, who, what my purpose really is, what my call really is, and um, help others understand who they really are and really sit down and look at, because everybody wants to be great, right? But everybody is great, but you don't know you're great because greatness is measured at a, whether do um, a professional athlete, um, a recording artist, an actor, someone of that level, that's all, that's how what you say is great, right? But I had to look and go, everybody has the ability to be great. 
at what they do, whether it's a fireman, um, that's a little kid say, hey, I always want to be a fireman and they reach that level. Well, that's great. That's a, that's a level of greatness. So I had to go, okay, Shannon, I'm great at whatever you, God, whatever you call me to do, I'm going to be great at it, period. Whether it is a mother, whether it is a wife, that's where I'm at. I, I was so busy trying to reach where everybody else was that I was missing and losing me. And so what happens is we jump the process of life. We have to go back over it again. So through the book, it's like I take you through chapters, like the process of elimination was a very powerful chapter for me because I had to eliminate and practically mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually detox so much out of my life. And so when I did that, it was like, wow, I didn't realize that was a habit, or I didn't realize I have been stuck in this place for so long, or I didn't realize I had this kind of attached to me and it shouldn't have never been attached to me, or I was in, you know, had friends I shouldn't have never had. And so I had to really do a detox. And so that's what I talk about in that chapter. But, and then I had to realize, okay, now that I've eliminated, it's now time for change and change is okay. You know, I'm okay being me. I don't have to reach for the stars. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to be who you think I should be or, you know, or act the way you thought I should act. I'm okay with change being me. And then now it's time to move forward. So that's the next chapter, the process of moving forward. So the book was really about me rediscovering me and then helping others how to rediscover themselves. And so I've taken some from the book and actually developed an athlete athlete development book, taking them through the same process steps on how to discover themselves. Because before you was an athlete, you know what I'm saying? Your name was was James Johnson, right? Mm -hmm. Take the the title athlete off. Who is James Johnson? Because when you can discover who he is first, then you can walk out your process as an athlete. Because, see, that's what social media people do. They put the athlete in front of James' name, and yeah. James don't even know who he is. All he knows himself as athlete. Yeah. Pastors, you know what I'm saying? You was Fred Fred Smith, but because they put pastor in the front, pastor Fred no Smith. one knows Fred, right, yeah. there it is. Yeah. So you lose who you are because of the title. <clears throat> and the title ends up defining who you are. That's right. That's dope. So the process is to get you back to the original you who God says, God didn't say, he didn't give you the birth name, Pastor Fred. You know what I'm saying? You didn't come out on your birth certificate and don't say Pastor Fred Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Or Pastor yeah. Fred. It says your name. So it's like, who are you? And that's that's kind of how the book came about. Yeah. Um, I, so for those of us that don't know, where, where can we find the book? The book is on Amazon. Um, the process by Shannon B. Mason. Okay. Um, that's right now. It's the only outlet that I do have on is on Amazon. Okay. I'm, I'm going to order my book tomorrow. <laughs> it ain't going to be tonight because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm packing. Just like, just I'm, like you bought them clothes. See, yep. Josh, so don't, see, Josh, Josh, Josh. <laughs> Josh, Shannon don't know us like that, man. You can't keep bringing up stuff, man. You bringing the old stuff. Hey, I'm gonna check back in a week. Just wait. First, I'm gonna check back in a week to see if you drop the clothes off. 
Hey, listen, I'm going to order the book tomorrow. See, Shannon, you might even see the book was ordered tonight. Once you do the show, you family now. So, Shannon, you family. I wish you have well thoughts for you. But Mama, he ain't going to get that book. So, I'm going to buy two and send one to him, Shannon, okay? Josh, no, 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 no. You will not take credit for my book. I'm going to buy my own book. I'm not going to take credit. I'm not going to take credit. I'm buying two because I care about you. I care about you. <laughs> okay. so I'm, I'm a, I, and it sounds like something we all need to read. And I'm going to get the book and read it. And then I'm going to do the little um, Twitter challenge. Try to challenge somebody to read the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely going to put a Twitter challenge out there. Hey, real I'm quick, Shannon. You said this is an athlete version of the book? Or is it just? Yes, okay, I'm, so what's the name of that? It's, it's going to be, um, it's the athlete development. It's a part of my program, E365. So that part of it is is the athlete's. Um, for Evolve is basically where I set up a program that the athletes have to um, go through, which I talk about character building and media interviews and you name it. I take them all through the process. Yeah, we were gonna, that I did with Jordan. And yeah, we're going to talk about that next. You know, Evolve 365 is launching this June in, uh, in, in Dallas. So, I, I mean, great segue. You segued yourself. So... <laughs> Go ahead and run with it. What's what's three sixty five? Tell us about it. Jordan kind of touched on it a little bit. Well, he touched on it a lot. Um, so you know, right. you know, tell us about it. Well, How did it come it about? And Jordan and and the kids. So I basically took everything that I that I um, implemented in the children, and I put it in a development program that I would love to be able to um, go to the schools and. And uh, we do have a basketball team. We started AAU boys basketball team. So the boys going to have to go through the program. And, and we want to build a well-rounded elite athlete. Um, by Jordan receiving those two honor awards, that was the, um, that's all I needed. It's like, okay, it works. And so then my daughter receiving actually four since sixth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth on her character. I was like, okay, it really does work. So I, I basically... Um, wanted to design something where not only the athletes have to go through this program, but the parents have to go because if the parents don't go, the athletes can't be in the program. And I did it like that for a reason, because what good is it if I'm getting, if we're getting your son or your daughter to an elite level, um, well-rounded, and then they go home and you tear it down. So, it's like we got to work. I'm, I want to be able to show them how to work together with their son or their daughter to be a well-rounded athlete on the field, off the field, on the court, off the court, baseball, whatever you, whatever sport they play. Um, because everybody's not going to make the one percent. That that's the first reality. But and everybody's not going to make it the way you think. You know what I'm saying? Because we had dreams of Jordan going first round draft, and it didn't happen. Jordan went as a free agent. So what do you do when that happens? You have to learn to shift mentally. It's like, okay, Jordan, don't lose it. So what does this mean? How do you use this to your benefit? It just means you work harder. And um, so it's it's those things that these parents need to understand. And as their children are, you know, going through the process of, of junior high to high school to collegiate, that you need to have a backup plan. So if your child doesn't make the 1%, it's not over. It's not over. It's you have to be strategic. You know, there's other avenues and, and there's other ways to be in the um, sports industry, whether it's through a journalist, whether it's news, whether, I mean, um, 
pod shows or coaches or trainers, you name it. There, you still can have access to the industry. You just got to be creative and see it from a different aspect. So the program basically helps the whole family understand the reality of this. You know, it's it's that part me and Jordan talked about today because Jordan, when Jordan signed, Jordan didn't sign with a check. And so I, you know, I told him, I said, we're going to have to tell the truth. Uh, Joker, you, you got to get a part-time job till you go. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all laughing. No, listen, hey, listen that's we, okay. we with you. He Ubered. He Ubered. You know what I'm saying? He Ubered with a Coke and a smile. He was the Uber man. You know what I'm saying? Since he'd been waiting to go back. And he worked part-time at LA Fitness. So it's like, we have to tell the truth because people see NFL, they think you got millions. No, 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 honey. It, it doesn't go like that. Let's be real. You know, what What do you do when your kid doesn't get that check? It's not over. It's It's reality. You know, right. so he, he Ubered and he worked at L.A. Fitness part time and it kept him humble. It, it kept him humble. And it's like, man, it, it, it's like, OK, you know, I appreciate it. And I, I tell everybody, I'm glad he didn't get it, because when you take a kid that has what, 20 to 200 dollars in the bank. Right. And then you drop them a 20 million dollar check and they're not grounded. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you set yourself up a disaster. Oh, it's game blouses. This game blouses. You, they, you, you might lose a kid. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of glad he didn't get it because it humbled him to go and it made him appreciate his work even more, his hard work even more. So now when he gets it, it's and we had time to talk about when it comes. Okay, what are you going to do? This is what we're going to set up. This is the things you need to focus on. And it had, it, it you know, he was able to work alongside of me with evolve and now go okay mom i know where i want to put the money i know what i want to do so now when it comes like we're good but if he I'm, i love my son but if jordan would have got it oh my gosh we might not have been having this show y'all that joker might have been hanging up from somewhere <laughs> no, no no you did you did no. too well of a job you did too good of a job with him right, to right, to even right, to even right. that for even to be a a a a thought, but I will say this: um, right now, you're speaking to me. I, uh, my son is uh, currently uh, he's he's having he's trying to have his pro day and trying to get drafted, and it's not gonna. It's looking like it's not gonna happen. So, just listening to you right now is giving me some inspiration because I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Me and him have had some conversations about just what are we gonna do if it doesn't happen. And uh, we signed with an agent, and uh, well, he did, not me, but he did. And uh, he, he's, you know, he's trying to do his best, but it's just looking like it's not going to work out as far as being drafted. And uh, you and Jordan tonight have really spoke to my heart um, as far as what I need to talk to him about. Um, and I'm going to talk to him as soon as we get off this podcast about, you know, just just figuring out what we're going to do next. So. It, well, you. Well, I will tell you this. So, with that happening, you have to sit down and go. Okay, how can we get around or still make noise? So, with us doing evolve and getting in, in, involved in, um, we started the AAU basketball team. So I'm, you know, I made him the face of it. Yeah. Um, because Jordan did not sign with the 49ers until two weeks at the end of December. So you're talking six months at home, right? So he had he did start off with Kansas. Um, Kansas released it when they had that big release. 
and then he went to the Canadian and he only did a week there and came home. So during this time, it was frustrating, but we never lost faith. And I said, okay, what else can we be doing to make noise? What else can you be doing? You know, he's still trained and we never gave up. His agent still kept um, pushing and, and, you know, going after things, but it was like, how can you take this and use it to help another person or another young person? And so um, Jordan, again, he humbled himself and Uber and, and um, I said, just don't tell nobody your name, you know, just don't tell nobody what you do. Um, and then he worked part, like I said, part time, but we kept sitting at the table trying to figure out different avenues that um, we could do. And with me having to, you know, already started Evolve, it's like, okay, get involved with these young people. I said, just, just do, just keep, just keep doing it. And so I would tell his agent, listen, you know, show this side of Jordan, show, you know, use the honor awards, um, show this side of him still getting out there in the community and doing different things. So it catches the attention because one thing I realized by the time you get to professional, these coaches are really getting tired. It's like, you can be a very good athlete, right? But yeah. if you got trouble, it's like, okay, they don't have a, a, a good batch to choose from. Does that make sense? It's yeah. like, okay, this one's really good, but dang, this one just beat up two girls, you know, in college or <laughs> yeah. this one's good, but dang, this one just got for, for drugs. And so it's like, you're, we don't. There's not a, a good batch to choose from, like it used to be. You know, I'm talking about back in Jerry Rice and back in those days. It's not right. as. I mean, don't say. I'm not saying they didn't have trouble, but the upbringing was different. Of course. Right. Yeah. So, I'm saying to him, keep your head up, stay out of trouble, so they can say, like you, you know, this one. Mm, he didn't get, you know, had that many on the, you know, uh, points on the board or whatever you want to say. But this one got good character. We can work with you. You're teachable. We can mold you. Yeah. I said, that's what you want them to say about you. And that's what they have said. I, so I, I would say, don't give up. Don't, it, it's there. You just got to figure out where it is. And I, and every time he gets an opportunity to, to, um, go and and um, interview or however they you know try out yeah. tell them leave your mark on the field no matter what you need to make them want you or be like where have you been all our life I appreciate so. that you, you definitely you and Jordan definitely spoke to me tonight and and it's funny I know that the, the interview kind of took its own kind of turn and twist but <laughs> it, it really kind of it, it did I mean you know certain points like i said shannon like we need to add you to the show but you know like josh said you know we, we gotta, so can i come on with my can i come on with my interview yo 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 this your girl shannon what's up everybody hey, yo yeah yeah we can start with that like, yo listen get back to the early hip-hops with yo 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 that's what she brought it back to uh but uh shannon oh, man, it man. has been a pleasure talking to you. I mean, I, I don't think you fully understand how much of a pleasure it's been for me and Josh to talk to you and, and on the previous episode, your son, um, you are two amazing people 
And uh, anytime, um, you know, you got the email, you got my phone number. Anytime you guys just want to randomly pop up and get on the show, I'm pretty sure certain Josh doesn't have an issue uh, with you guys being on. Uh, uh, Josh, anything, anything else for Shannon? Because I'm blown. I'm, I got a no. Book. She, she. I think she's blessed our listeners with a ton of knowledge from a totally different perspective. Because see, a lot of times we talk to the parents and they think, oh, y'all just coaches. You know, but to hear that from another parent come and give, I think, blessed our listeners with a totally different perspective. I just want to thank you, Shannon, for, for giving us your time. Time is way more, way more precious than money, so we really appreciate that. So, Yeah, I appreciate gonna, you guys having us, yeah. Amen. We're not going to hold you up any longer. We're going to... Coach English, start with the shout-outs, man. Yeah, we, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know you got all them hats to put on, so we ain't going <laughs> to hold you up anymore. So, uh, Shannon, uh, uh, any shout-outs you want to give? You know, I just, I, I just, first of all, I just want to give a shout-out to God. I couldn't do what I do without him. Amen. You know, so that, that's first amen, and foremost amen. to my, my husband for supporting me and what I do and my children for putting up with me. But, um, <laughs> you know, my hat's off to all you coaches out there who's listening it's it's not an easy job because you you guys deal with so many different attitudes and and the sad thing about it is it's sometimes it's the attitudes from the parents and the kid brings it on the field so you know I, my hat's off to you coaches who who have to encounter it I, I see it all the time you know and um you know you guys deserve a little bit more respect than than a lot of you guys get so uh, keep doing the you know good work that you do, and uh, I will keep trying to develop some good athletes for you, yeah. and uh, we can kind of go from there. <laughs> amen, amen. Right. Man, my shout out is gonna follow you, Shannon. Shout out to God, and we just need to continue to fight for love in this world. That's that's all I got to say. Yeah, man. Uh, shouts out to God as well, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, be on that same bus with you guys. Um, one. Uh, uh, next thing shouts out to you Shannon I mean I can't say it enough Um, you're doing a wonderful job as a parent with your kids thank you Um, all 12 of them (laughs) Um, uh, and uh, I only got six and like I said I I thought I thought I had it (laughs) I thought I had it done (laughs) but you got me beat (laughs) hands down Um, but uh, just from the knowledge that you dropped on 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 me as a parent today, um, and and all of the parents that listen to us, definite shouts out to you, um, shouts out to your husband because apparently he's an amazing man if he's been able to keep you. Um, <laughs> uh, sh- uh, shouts out to the job that you're doing. Um, Come on, don't do it. See, Josh, Josh, no, don't start with me. See, we, we, we oh, almost. Shannon, 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 before we go, Mama, before we go, I get this is very important. No, Josh, no, we already covered he's it with Jordan. He's, Josh, he's, Josh, he's, um, Josh. Josh. I know you've been around sports a long time. Josh. I just wanted any Josh, I'm about to mute you, Josh. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Josh, I'm about, I'm about to mute you, Josh. Like, like, Coach English, you need to be in room. Let her listen. Like, she's our guest. She wants to hear it. She doesn't so, want to hear it. She does not want to hear yes, it. Yes, she does. Uh, yes, she does. Wait, hold on, Josh. Let me ask a question, guys. Question, Josh. Isn't it my shout-out time? It's my time for shout-outs, right? Shannon, do you want to hear it? <laughs> okay, I want to hear it. Here you go. Right. Ready? Here you go. Here we go. So, Shannon, all your years, man, of, 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 of having kids who play sports, have any of them ever came home and told you how their coach 
ran a mile in a pair of duckhead khakis and even did squats to demonstrate no. how to be proper squats and duckhead khakis? No, that's what? Who did that? You're, you're oh. talking to a legend because Coach English is a legend. He got frustrated one day and showed his guys how to run a mile with khakis on because he said, if I could do it with my duckheads on, y'all could do it with y'all basketball shorts. So he ran a mile with duckhead khakis and a button-up on and squatted um, about 275 pounds and walked home after the workout. Coach, really? Look, look, Here's Shannon, coach, don't coach, listen coach, to coach, Josh. Coach, coach. Whoa, Shannon. Wait a minute, Coach. I, I would have been on the phone if I'd have seen that. Like, really? I'm telling you, do not listen. You, oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta plead your case. Go ahead. <laughs> don't no, listen. My case is don't listen to Josh. Don't listen to Coach Staley. Coach Staley, like I said, listen to the show, listen to Jordan's okay. interview, and how I didn't have on a button up, but now all of a sudden I have on a button up. I'm just saying. It I changes. didn't mention the button up. You I didn't, didn't mention the button up. I okay. didn't put the button up in there. I didn't think you wanted people to know about the button up, but it needs the button up. <laughs> the button was it up a long sleeve or a short sleeve button up? I mean, was it no, long or short? No, Shannon, to his, to his credit, the button up had an elastic collar. So the collar stretch. <laughs> so that was the athletic wearing. <laughs> Okay. I'm well, not. That, I'm that, not fooling with y'all, Shannon. Listen, please do not let him deter you from being a guest on the show again. That's all I got. No, to say. no, it won't. <laughs> it, it won't. No, I might come back and host one day. You never know. Please, Shannon, hey, come on. Hey, definitely, please come host, man. It has been an, a complete pleasure. Um, if y'all haven't uh, already done it, go on Amazon, order the book, The Process by Shannon B. Mason. Um, also check out if you want to learn more about it. Um, uh, www.evolve365.com that's www.evolve3 the number 365.com I had an opportunity to read the website read everything on it trust me you're going to want to do so yourself but um, uh, thank you Shannon um, to you thank you and your son that's right thank you uh, for coming on it has been a complete and utter pleasure and thank you for putting up with the foolishness from my partner and myself because we are <laughs> we love to have a good time and uh, 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 just thank you really I, I cannot thank you enough because I think that out of all the shows we've done uh, the parents will get the most out of this one but as always as always as always keep God first everything is to follow peace okay, talk to you guys later bye thank you Shannon. All right, Shannon. you're welcome bye Yo, what up my people? This is J.R. Glant from Defy Life. If you're looking for an in-depth, honest, at times hilarious conversation on anything from current events to sports to entertainment and more, check out myself, Alvin, Thomas, Gerald, and Yosh on the Defy Life podcast. Dropping every Wednesday, available at GoDefyLife.com and everywhere your favorite podcasts are available. And as always, if you're not rocking with Defy Life, 
What's your life about? Got to pay the price, we make winning look easy. Welcome to the fire life. 